Welcome to the Imperishable Beauty Podcast. I'm host Enid Bozik, and in today's episode, I sit down with Joy Osahan, author of This Is Not Your Typical Finding Your Purpose book. I love this book because she gives you a different perspective of what purpose is, and she also talks about the why behind her book. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm originally from Connecticut. I'm actually, so I was born in Nigeria, raised in Connecticut, but I currently live in New Jersey. And so pretty much I I, uh, I work at a, um, at a nonprofit organization um, just as a social support manager, like just during my nine to five. And then afterwards, I am an author. I'm a, I'm a faith blogger as well as an empowerment speaker. So I've been doing it for a couple of years. And I just really have this passion of serving people, helping people, inspiring others. And that's something that I've always, always enjoyed doing. And it's just pretty exciting to be able to do it now and have it be kind of like in a tangible way. And so, yeah, it's a little bit about me. That's great. Um, so you wrote this book. What inspired you to write? Yeah, so this is probably not a cliche. There is a, what really pushed me to write was, just dealing with the heartbreak that took place years ago. Um, it was a breakup that really launched me really just to walk in purpose and to think of purpose in a different light. Um, I grew up not having um, any real like ideas of pretty much like what I wanted to do. I was very safe with things where I lit like literally growing up, all I had was like very basic goals was, okay, I just want to graduate from college. Oh, I just want a job. And that was it. Like I've always played it safe. So it was really after a breakup that I experienced years ago was really what kind of put me in the position to really start blogging. And then after blogging, I was speaking. And then after speaking, it just so happened to put me in a place where it was like, okay, there's a book in me. And so I knew through my various interactions with people that, that, that when it came down to purpose, it was something that a lot of people were talking about. But I felt like people were having very, I don't want to say, wrong like types of conversations but I knew that just based off of my own personal journey that you know purpose wasn't really painted in the most like accurate picture and so what really happened was it was random people were messaging me saying sis when are you gonna write this book and I'm like what are you talking about and and mind you this was one of those moments where um people were kind of just peeking into my life right and then it yeah. was last year I really felt this tug where God was like like this is the time like you mm -hmm. need to write this now and I am so thankful that I was really really obedient to God because my child yeah. was scared and I did not want to write it I'm going to be honest if it was up <laughs> to me I would not have written this book at all so like I give all of the glory to God but um but I knew that this is a subject that that I think that a lot of people really need. And and just based off my personal experience, like I had mentioned, that I was always painted a picture of purpose being something of having to know everything all, you know, like just up front, right? Like being able to, mm -hmm. to actually articulate and say, you know what, just this is my purpose, X, Y, and Z, when in reality, it is not always like that. And it's often birthed in, you know, it, when people think about where is my purpose coming from, it usually comes from pain. And again, no one told me that. Like, I had to experience all of this to actually just be the blueprint of my book. Right. 
So what are one or two key takeaways from your book that you would think our listeners should know? Yeah, so one of, um, just one of the takeaways I would say is that purpose is birth through pain. We think that in our darkest moments that, you know, just nothing good can actually come from it. And it can, but the, just, but the key is that you have to make a choice. You know, how are you treating your pain? Are you treating your pain like a house? And, and, and pretty much what I mean by that is, you know, with anyone who has a house, you, you plan to save it for the next couple of years, right? Like you plan to leave, to actually live there. You actually plan to make it your home and you have no plans to move whatsoever, right? And so right. just when you're hurting, you can either treat it as a home and say, listen, um, I got rejected. I got my heart broken. I'm not growing. Just this is it. Or pretty much you have just you have another option to actually treat your pain just as a hotel stay. Right. So when you're going to a hotel, you plan to stay there for, you know, probably a couple of days or, or depending if you're traveling, you know, like you tend to stay there for a couple of weeks. Right. And so right. and so just when you're dealing with the pain of, of pretty much of like of like any sort, you know, you are acknowledging your pain you're processing it just however you are going to come out from it, right? Like you're going to grow through it and you're going to heal through it. So I want people to understand that, 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 that when I talk about purpose being birthed through pain, I'm not talking about the kind of pain that is just going to be lingering for the rest of your life. I'm talking about the kind of pain where you're actually having to heal and you're having to grow from, which can then actually begin to just showcase, you know, like just kind of what like, um, just show you kind of what it is that like God, God actually wants you to do. And the second take, um, the second takeaway I would say is that, is that purpose is not about you. And this usually ruffles a lot of feathers because people think that walking in purpose is all about, you know, being popular, how much money um, you are making. And the reality mm -hmm. is walking in purpose is all about serving other people. It is a selfless Amen. kind of walk. And I think people have to really grasp it where you have to be in the business of serving, right? Like you have to be in the business of serving others. And when you're serving anyone, you're, you know, like you are making sure that, that, that whatever service you're, you're putting forth out there is high quality. You are putting your best in it. You're putting your effort in it. And so I definitely think that people who read the book is really going to have a better understanding of those concepts. That's great. Um, so if a listener wanted to write a book, what kind of advice would you give give her? Whew, all right. So this is also probably going to ruffle a lot of feathers. And pretty much <laughs> why I say that is because when people want to write a book, people are so quick to tweet about it, post about it, and say, hey, you guys, I think I'm going to start writing a book now. I am a big believer of learning how to keep your mouth shut. Why? Mm -hmm. Because you do not know who is praying against you. You do not know who mm -hmm. is going to want you not to write that book, right? And so mm -hmm. I would definitely say you want to make sure that, that like, you just learn to just, you have to learn to keep it to yourself. And of course, like, you want to pray to God and really ask God to really give you the vision you need, the words, the people, and the various types of resources you need. But, but, but don't be so quick 
to put the idea in the atmosphere, right? Because there's some times mm. with your journey, everyone does not like, so, so let me take a couple steps back. People think that like, if you're trying to start something, right? And especially with writing, you have to invite everyone from the beginning to the end. And I tell people, you want to be really careful because as you are writing your book or you're thinking about writing your book, you can make it a very intimate process by mm-hmm. by not being so quick to share it with the world or to or pretty much if you want to tweet about it or put it on Facebook because some people need to know about um some people should know about the process pretty much at the end of it right mm. after you have right. the product so so I will tell people just learn to keep your mouth shut and pretty much like another thing is ask questions to people who have already written a book. I mm. open up all of my messages from people who have questions about books, you know, and mind mm-hmm. you, I am not a selfish kind of person. So if you have questions about, oh, if you need an editor, I'm going to share with you the editor that I use. If you want somebody to actually, um, if you're looking for somebody to actually, uh, if you're looking for somebody to do like the cover of your book, great. I can give you that information if you want to use her. So be open you know, when it comes to asking questions and if it's possible or if an opportunity arise, if there's any programs where you're able to kind of sit down and you're able to, you know, learn about the actual process of writing a book, take advantage of that. I did that just in the month of January. And when I tell you it blessed my entire life, it broke it mm. down and it made things so much simpler for me. It wasn't easier, but it made things much more simpler for me. So I definitely suggest somebody to do that. And, you know, another thing, this is also very tough too, because I wasn't really as like prepared for this part, but that's like the money part, right? If you are mm. interested in writing a book, you probably want to slowly start to put money to the side because it costs, it costs money. So, and, yeah. and, you know, I wish I did that in the beginning, but I'm very, very, very thankful for the quarantine because I'm able to save, I saved a lot of money, which I was able to pay for everything that I needed to actually pay for. But I definitely tell people like, you know, like, yes, if you're in the process of just thinking about it and it's just an idea, put money to the side now because it's going to be so much easier in the end, when you have to pay your editor, or if you have somebody actually doing the cover of your book or the flyers, like you already have that money set aside and you can easily like budget for it. So, well, that's great advice, Joy. And um, I know that you mentioned you were reluctant to write your book, but did you always know that maybe someday you might be an author? So it's really interesting. And mind you, like I really want to laugh because growing up, I had no idea. At all whatsoever. Um, this slowly kind of just started to fall on my lap, bits and pieces. And just pretty much like what I mean by that is I remember my senior year in high school, I never ran for like, I, I never ran for class president at all whatsoever. But apparently like I was ended up being class president. So as a, you know, when it comes to your graduation, anyone who's a class president, they have to actually, you know, like just like write a speech. And so I wrote this speech. I, um, you know, I was able to share it with my, it was with my fellow classmates and I felt really great in that moment, but, but pretty much what actually made the moment very interesting. And I look back and I look back and I laugh because I, I I literally tell God, yo, you really wanted me to actually really write like this is for real because I, because 
I remember it was just during my like English class. I, you know, I was paying attention in English and it was something told me, you need to get your notebook out and the pen. You need to just start writing. So I'm writing and I'm writing and I'm writing. And pretty much in the end, I looked down on my notebook and I kid you not, it was my actual speech. And wow. much like just that's when I realized, oh my gosh, like I felt, I felt amazing after I read it. And I felt this sense of peace. And I felt this, this like sense of love. And I was like, wow, like I've never felt like this before. And of course, as you know, I was, I was in high school. So I was like 18 years old. So I was like, okay, like this is a one-time thing. This is cute. I swept it under the rug for years. So, so I didn't really know then that I would eventually have a book. But, but the thing is like, I look back and I'm like, God, you knew exactly what you were doing. And he knew exactly <laughs> what he was doing. So this is something, again, like, um, just it was like years later. And I ended up getting, I ended up getting like random messages from people saying, you know, girl, like, I can see you be an author. People were sending me messages um, asking about the book. And pretty much like this was about a couple years ago. It was probably about about just three years ago when I would get random messages from people. And I never once was like, okay, God, I'm about to be an author, right? Like I never once really gave it thoughts and it, it, it was in that moment. But now already being an author, I look back and I'm like, God, yo, you are really... <laughs> So yeah, so like it's it's very interesting how I just how this whole thing just happened. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. I love that. I love how God moves like that and kind of gave you a taste of it in high school and then brings it round, uh, full circle again in the future. But um, is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know? Yeah. Um. I don't know whoever is listening to this. If you feel like you don't matter. I want to remind you that honestly, you actually do matter in this world now at this very moment. I don't think people hear it enough. So I don't know whoever's listening to this. If you've just been dealing with trying to figure out what your purpose is, I need you to one, focus on God and two, just get into the business of serving others based off of what you are passionate about. And I and, and honestly, like, if you do that, you will start to see God do a shift in your life. And a lot of the times we're so busy trying to find our purpose where, where we often tend to miss out on walking in, in our purpose. Our purpose is to serve people, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, for example, like if you, if you love cooking and you, and, and, and it's not just loving cooking, but you're good at cooking, right? And you're figuring right. out. God, what do I want to do? Like, how can I use this? Well, if you take cooking and you take serving and you slowly start to brainstorm ways that you can serve people through that, that's going to bring peace in your life, right? And so I don't know who needs who, like, you know, like, I'm not sure who is struggling in this area, but just know that don't get so caught up in figuring out what your purpose is that you just miss out on living life intentionally and serve people Mm -hmm. you need to love on people and most importantly you have to like you have to continue to keep God first and trust me if you ask you will receive it Mm. 
Amen. Amen. That's so good. And I actually have one last question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, what does imperishable beauty mean to you? Ooh, so when I think of imperishable beauty, I just think of beauty in, in just various forms, right? Just like, right. you know, like I think people think of beauty as it being such a outer thing when it is mostly, it has, it has a lot to do with everything that happens in your inside, right? And when it comes to your inside, it's like your thoughts, it's your heart, it's your words, it's your presence, it's your spirit. And I can't help but to think of that when I think of spiritual beauty. And I, and I, and also, um, um, I think it's something that, that is everlasting you know that is something right. that that honestly cannot change and yes you know like you know like just everyone is eventually going to be called you know home however like honestly like I think that the beauty of the memory of the person and and honestly you know like just kind of with the essence that they bring is everlasting um and mm-hmm. so like yeah like those are the you know like those are the things that come to my mind when I think of that That's great. That's such a beautiful answer. Um, Well, Joy, thank you so much for taking the time today to um, just kind of go over your heart and your questions and just um, telling us a little bit more about your book. And um, yeah, thank you so, so much for your time today. Thank you so much for having me. And I just need to let you know this again, like everything you're doing is amazing. It is awesome. Oh, thank you so much, Joy. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to today's episode with Joy Osahan, author of This Is Not Your Typical Finding Your Purpose book. If you want to get a copy, just go to our notes and you'll find a link there. You can also go to Amazon and type in the title and you should be able to find it there as well. Until next time, stay imperishable.